0: Notice where your attention is right now. And allow your awareness, allow mindfulness to rest within the body, just as the body rests on the earth. Letting it land there. <clears throat> and that simplicity of knowing that there is a body. Knowing there is a mind, there is this this knowing that just happens. Body, sitting, mind, knowing that, awareness, knowing that. If you'd like to, you can say the words as a light whisper in the mind, relax the body, relax the mind. And just as there's almost no effort required to be aware of the sound of my voice, or the feeling of the body, sitting or standing, whatever posture it may be in. This is true of all that arises. It it comes to us, we can sit quietly and receive that flow of our life, receive experience. We don't have to go out after it or make some big effort to connect. It just arises and it's known naturally, just the, just what the mind does. This is the nature of mind is to know Over these last days, since we began this period of retreat together, we've been offering instructions, guidance on how we pay attention, what we pay attention to, you could say, this unfolding of Instructions based, at least in part, on the Buddha's teachings in terms of the establishments of mindfulness. This framework, which includes the entirety of our experience, and that's the beauty and power of this practice, is that nothing is left out. And it's all good. whatever we're aware of is fine, it's just right. And so while we may use something, perhaps the experience of the breath as it moves in and out of the body or the feeling of the body, knowing the body sitting and its posture, perhaps the experience of hearing, or something else may serve as a, a point for collecting the attention, a place we can begin and begin again. We may have established that kind of relationship over these days and over over a longer period of time in our practice. We also open to the entirety of our life, to everything and anything that may arise, whatever takes the attention in the moment, predominates, you could say, strong enough to take the attention And so the practice moves more and more to an inclusive rather than exclusive frame or intention. We include it all. There's an aspect of our experience which, much of the time, perhaps almost always, goes unnoticed. It's, it's subtle, but it's operating all the time. This is the mental factor of chetana. In Pali chetana we call it usually intention or volition. And this is a mental factor that gives rise to activity, to action action of body, action of mind. It precedes anything that we might do. It's like a spark or, or a current of energy. And it's something we can begin to uh, tune into, or at least uh, hold as as a possibility that uh, we may be able to connect with this quality of intention. And we use this word, it, it can be confusing because we use this word intention also in terms of motivation. We talk about the intention behind uh, an action and it can refer to, often we refer then to, to the motivation. Is the motivation wholesome or unwholesome? Is it born of greed or resistance or is it born of generosity and welcome? Is it born of wisdom and kindness? born of delusion. But the intention that I'm speaking about, this chetana, is simpler than that. It's, it's more just a motivating force. It's like an energy, like electricity, I think is a, is a good, useful image. <coughs> Electricity we have at least here we have we call it alternating current. It, it changes and it's it's a flow of pulses. It feels like a steady a steady stream, but if it's examined more closely it's a series of pulses, like a series of droplets. I used to work in a museum of science and natural history when I lived in San Francisco the Academy of Sciences in an earlier incarnation and at one point someone had created a, a kind of a, an exhibit it was it was an arching arch over a doorway and they had created a machine that would shoot a stream of water droplets, or water. And it looked like just a stream, but they set up a strobe light at just the right uh, frequency so that you could, and you could adjust it with a knob, and you could freeze it into individual droplets. moving usually so fast you couldn't see it, but then you could could stop the drop. (laughs) That was what it was called, and you could see that it was a, a series of droplets moving fast enough that it didn't appear to be separate drops. Intention is like that. It's arising and passing, but very quickly. So our experience is often not of that arising and passing so much, but of a, more like a current of energy. But <clears throat> well, we can start to have our attention out often before we might choose to move, for example, here during the sitting. Maybe a feeling of discomfort, desire to move. And before movement actually happens, there's this gathering of intention, sometimes described as about to. It feels like we're about to move, choose to stand or to sit or to shift to open the eyes these kinds of actions is a is a good place to uh, just pay attention there so you can add this into the uh, into the mix there another experience that we can Mm-hmm. Bring awareness to. We may notice it. Don't don't sweat it too much. Just have hold the possibility of noticing this before an action. In just a moment, I'll ring the bell to end this period of meditation. And when you hear the bell, you might pause for just a moment before shifting your posture or opening your eyes. And just just for a moment, uh, pause there, and you might notice this intention to move or to open the eyes. It's like a little gathering of energy, feeling of about to.